Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On this Friday morning, I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show is Jake. All right. Let's get to it. Oh, our sponsor today, Texan Roofing. And looking at Galveston right now, it's 83 degrees down on the island. And they're calling for scattered thunderstorms this morning and partly cloudy during the afternoon hours. East winds 15 to 25. That rain chance 60% down on the island. The only thing I'm showing on radar are some showers offshore, but they kind of look like they're heading towards Matagorda if they you know, come inland. But that could all change. We know that. All right, tonight, mainly clear skies, low of 81, east winds 10 to 20. And then for tomorrow, sunny skies with near-record high temperatures coming back with a high of 86 for this time of year, east winds 15 to 25. Calling for a stiff east wind. And looking at tides for today, these are Galveston Channel Tide predictions. We have a high coming up at 453 a.m. at the Galveston Channel, it's a 1.6, then a low at 10.36 a.m., an 0.8, and then a high at 5.09 p.m., a 1.9, and then a low at 11.26 p.m., an 0.9. 7.11 a.m. is sunrise, 7.08 p.m. sunset, and our moon phase is full, sitting on 99%. It is a big, bright, beautiful moon this morning. All right, offshore, the buoy out there showing 84. Four-degree air temperature, 86-degree water, east wind 16, gusting to 20. And looking at uh, Galveston Channel, it's east at 7 to 11 with 84-degree air temperature, 88 on the water temp. And Eagle Point, it's 85 degrees with 87-degree water, east-northeast winds 8 to 10 miles per hour. Barometric pressure sitting steady at about 29.90 inches, so... There's where we're at on our weather forecast this morning. All right, let's uh, head down to the Tri-Bay area, and let's uh, check in with the hammer, see what he's up to this morning. Captain Glenn Hammond, good morning. Good morning, buddy. How are you, Captain Mickey? It's all good, my friend. It's all good. How about that moon? It's bright. That son of a gun. I could see shadows out there last night. Oh, I yeah. Looked out the- it was bright, buddy. That's would they say the third new moon this year or something? I mean, uh, not super moon, not new moon, super moon. Yeah, harvest moon, whatever you want to call it. It's full and uh, big old. It affects wildlife and humans' behavior. Well, I know it <laughs> affects, it affects uh-huh. the fishing. Uh, I know they stay up and eat most of the night. They use it to their advantage. Uh, we had our first kind of a bold up tide yesterday afternoon. Uh, I had to hook up the boat. I was getting ready to move her on up the street, uh, but but then I looked at the tide chart and it said it was that was it. It was only coming in till like you know five thirty or something, four o'clock. Yeah. Anyways, but um, didn't have to move anything. Everything was fine. It started easing back, and uh, we're going to get them though. We know the bull tides are coming, and that east wind. Every time we get it, it it, it piles that water on us. But um, starting off the week, man, Monday, the little front that come through here, we got a, just about 20 drops of rain out of it, but we had 30-mile-an-hour northeast winds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fire in the sky and the pitcher, 
that I took was just an awesome uh, frontal uh, boundary just approaching us. You know what I mean? Down at the coast, you see some right. of the weirdest weather. But uh, we, we got got through that one. And Tuesday, northeast wind, bring it on. You could feel it, man. Fall is in the air, buddy. With that humidity down 66% compared to 86%, uh, I'll take it. And just enjoyed the last couple of days just sitting out in the shade and just feeling that east wind blow or southeast or east or anything other than southwest. We right. had enough of that. We, um, I'm with we you, man. Today and, let's see. Wednesday, I had uh, Eric, uh, Eric Provost. He was a, uh, he's a guy that uh, leased my property out this summer to sell barbecue down on the highway and. He did a he had a pretty good summer, but uh, he's all packed up and moved on now. And uh, and I took him fishing on Wednesday, and uh, I told him I was going to treat him to a fishing trip, and took him out, got him a limit of reds, and uh, he had three trout to go along with the limit of reds, and one of the trout was about twenty and a half inches long, not a not a giant fish, but a good fish. These days, a nice good. decent fish, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> to see a 20 inch come in the box my, my eyes light up i mean eyebrow razor <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> but uh no just you know we could have done better uh i had him three trout three reds that he had a black drum and a croaker and that was what he kept and we threw back a lot of small fish undersized drum um undersized reds but not too many undersized trout uh, just wasn't wasn't that many trout, or there's not that many in the area, or something. But uh, and uh, if we could, we, and that was all on a slack tide, uh, Captain Mickey. We got out there early. I bet we was on the water by six thirty, and uh, just just hardly any movement through the morning. Mm -hmm. I mean, just uh, from where we we were fishing in the bay, uh, right. we couldn't feel it. We couldn't. I moved over to the edge of the channel to see if I could get any more. Uh, tide movement and what we were getting and and it just wasn't it was just non-existent so i'm very proud of what he got and got him a nice box uh with very little tide movement and i'll tell you what you know you had them all up you had the wind and the, the tide the movement and the, the moon and this and that and uh you can't put a finger on it one day you catch them the next day you don't it's just it's been like that for so long in this area you know what I'm saying? I wish I could put a finger on it, and I wish I could say I could go out four days in a row and do exactly the same, but there ain't no way I would bet on that. There's yeah, no it's way. hard to do this day and age. It really is. Mm -hmm. It is. Oh, well, um, I tell you, they're tearing the redfish up coast-wide. I mean, all up and down I, the coast. They're working out on them. I do believe that. As I was cruising down the channel, I could see little torpedoes on the side. You you know, you got eyes, you look yeah, over on the throwing them wakes out, yeah, waking throwing reds. Throwing them wakes out, moving out of the way, finger mullet jumping up out of the water, getting out of their way. But, uh, yeah, it's more of a redfish bite here than it is anything, and uh, that's fine. That's fine. They pull good, and uh, I hope we can get on them today. I got a couple of guys that are going to come in. It's Ron, Ron White, one of my customers from, I mean, years ago. I can't even tell you how the last time he came fishing with me, but. Uh, thank goodness I still have uh, old-timers that, that are calling and wanting to go. And yeah. while I'm talking about old-timers. I had a couple of guys that listened to your station, and uh, I lost a couple of trips this week because my darn phone, the ringer, either the ringer was off or I just wasn't getting a signal or something, but I didn't find these messages on my phone to, for a day and a half or two days later. And by that time, I can't get them to call back, but for whoever it was that tried to book a trip, I apologize about that. Stuff happens here and there. Day late and a dollar I, short. I, <laughs> yeah, I hate losing any kind of a trip, though, and you always well, feel over the years, it, so. people that I don't know that, that used to call, I mean, if you don't pick up the phone, I mean, we're out there fishing all day, and I'm not going to talk on the phone when I'm running a trip and people with paying customers. I mean, you know, right. unless it's an emergency call or something. Because, uh, I've heard too many people fishing the boat with me said, yeah, he was a really nice guy and everything, but he he stayed on the phone all day talking to all his buddies trying to find out where fish were, and they don't, you know, some people don't like that. And I know I wouldn't. Let's go fishing. We're gonna stay, we can stay home and talk on the phone, buddy. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know? We're out here to fish. Let's yeah. get her. 
get her done, get her done. But water, the water temperature is absolutely, the water temperature, the water, and that was about 84 degrees, I believe, I think I read on Wednesday. But uh, the water condition, the beachfront is absolutely gorgeous. The intercoastal yeah, canal coming over the intercoastal canal, the 332 bridge there. My goodness, the the green water is in the canal. It's infiltrating the bays. The bays are cleaning up. Uh, We've been waiting all summer for this, haven't we? You know that south. Yeah, the water's really in good shape everywhere, man, except for where the red tide's flowing. Yeah. It had us for for months. I'm telling you, we've had south and southwest winds, but not for three, four months, man. It was just a summer full of it. And uh, I'm telling you, our tides are just now coming back to normal. Just now getting, you know, a few inches below where they should be. Uh, and with that east wind, it's going to help us. And I've always preached about that. All of Galveston's water comes to us. When, well, a lot of it does. When we have sure. that prevailing, that east wind just brings it on, it piles it on us. And it's just the opposite effect when we get to south and southwest winds. But, hey, uh I just judge the wind and get on the right side of the little little towhead or uh, oyster reefs or whatever we're working, and that's that's what we've been doing: working sand and mud, uh, shallow, probably two and a half feet deep, uh, fishing just a foot and a half underneath the popping cork, very shallow, uh, with a, with a with live shrimp, buddy. And these shrimp, they're really hard to throw because they're huge. You should be butterflying them and soaking them in cornmeal or something, but. Uh, these uh these are big old big old white shrimp, but uh, you know what? The redfish don't mind at all. <laughs> Look, that you throw out there, and that cork just keeps on going, man. If that shrimp don't jerk that cork under, and which he does too, these are hoppers, buddy. These these son of a guns are. That's when you know you got a good hoppermatic on there when he's moving that cork around, bobbing it up and down, and side <laughs> to side. Right, yeah, right, right before he Something's gets uh, he meets the uh, jaws of death from a big. You know, bronze redfish. Right, right. Well, some of these well, reds are pretty right now. They've been shallow and in the oh, sun and all beautiful. that, and they're just lit up, man, blue on their tails and just bronze as they can be. It looks like a shiny new penny, man. You're exactly right, buddy, and they got a lot of fight in them. Them son of a guns can put that nose down <laughs> and wag that tail, buddy, and spread that tail out, and that is a, you know, Black drum actually fight as hard or harder is uh is you know a big old black drum they they're, yeah, they're they, just they're... bad to get in as a as a redfish ever was but uh we'll we'll yeah, take they're too them. big they're almost like reeling in a truck tire <laughs> yeah. you know when they get sideways on you out there fifty right. pounders on trout tackle it gets, gets well things keep boring. going the way they are. Uh, everything holds holds just as it is right now. Uh, I look for some great fall fishing. If we have a fall, I just hope it don't go straight to winter, kind of like it did. Uh, we didn't have mm-hmm. a spring. We went from sun, from winter to summer. You know right. what I mean? It just got hot on us, and I hope we have a fall because uh, the birds are already showing. I've already had a friend of mine locate some birds in one of the bays, and uh, and there was some there was some gappies under them. There was some skippies <laughs> under them, and there, was, and there was a bunch of reds under them. And uh, also, I, I talked to this guy that owns this lighted pier. They had two acres of slot reds come through there the other night. And Yeah, uh, Chavo's uh, fishing the other side of the pass. He sent me some birthday pictures. He's down there for his mm-hmm. birthday. They were nuking the reds. Slot well, reds exactly in the surf. Right. Beautiful fish, man. And it's good all the way from Freeport Jetties to search, uh, to San Luis Pass, mm-hmm. the beachfront. If you could get if you could get out in it, man, you can right. you can see the sandbars. The water's just absolutely gorgeous. But uh, if you can get in that surf, you can get you some of them. Just be careful with that. But uh, let's see, bait camps are holding bait, uh, but they're big. Get ready for some big old giant shrimp. Uh, I've got those two guys today, Ron and a friend of his. I uh, haven't took him in years and years, and and uh, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to put live shrimp on the boat and put, break out the popping corks and, and go out there and try to have us a good time again. Do All what right, we can buddy. Do with it. Well, hey, man, somebody wants to call you, Glenn. Give them a number so they can get a hold of you. Yes, sir, 713-208-0683. 
And All right, good luck with your trip today. Thank you, buddy. Y'all have a great day. Later. All right. All right, that's the Hammer in the Tri-Bay area. It's time for our break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. My Maria. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Friday morning. All right. It is 418 here in the Bayou City. Bright and early. Let's run down Matagorda Way and let's check in with Captain Tommy Alexander. Tommy boy, what's up, man? Well, you're not, you're not kidding with the bright. It is bright out here. Isn't that a bright moon this morning? You can drive man. without your headlights. Oh, I don't suggest doing everything. it, but I'm, that's just, I'm speaking right. off the cuff here. No, you can see, you can see everything out here. It's bright. Well, see what that's going to do to the fishing today. They'll be jumping in a boat, millions of them. Yeah, eating the prop off. That's it. <laughs> well, it was, uh, it's still definitely been redfish rodeo around here the last couple of days. Everywhere. Man, we went from, man, dead dove to dead ducks, dead trout, and now dead reds. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. <clears throat> I went trout fishing yesterday because my guys wanted to go trout fishing. You know, that's really what they wanted to do. Well, that's uh, really the number one target species in inshore yeah. saltwater fishing. I mean, that's what yeah, people it, want. So, they didn't want to wade, but we wanted to trout fish. So, anyway, so we went and drifted. And, you know, we really caught a lot of trout, but man, they were like 10, 11 inches, little. Boy. We caught a lot of 10, 11 inch trout yesterday. Daycare center. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. We're seeing a lot of that over here. Don't feel bad. It's not just y'all's fishery, it's it's everybody's. It's funny. We, you know, not that we were going to keep a whole lot anyway, but we were going to keep some. But it's funny that, you know, when it was 17 inches, you know, we were throwing back. You were throwing back 14 to 16. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, now it's 15. We're throwing back 12s and 11s. Right. <clears throat> you know, where do all those 16s go we were throwing back? Well, that's <laughs> a good question. Yeah. I mean, not exa- I mean, we really were throwing back bunches of 16s. And then all of a sudden, as soon as they went back, now they're all like 12s. I caught a and trout all- this year on a. On a soft plastic, I was using a provoker, a big rat tail. And if that trout might have made seven inches, I'm going, look at that. He's eating a bait that's as big as he is. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's the stuff we had yesterday. We, we had, I mean, that was, <laughs> that was, man, that was infant care. A little old trout. He yeah. still had milk on his breath, man. Yeah, that's what, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what we had, lots of that yesterday. I mean. And we'd pull up, almost every spot we'd pull up, we'd catch at least five. Yeah. It would be like, you know, 12 inches, 10 inches. <clears throat> I don't know. We caught, I mean, we caught maybe two or three that were keepers over 15. Right. And then finally we decided at like 11 to go red fishing. So we went and did that for a little while, but it was, it was kind of late. The people had already caught the reds that went straight red fishing was already done. Yeah. And one of them kind of deals, but, but there was a lot of redfish came in yesterday. I can tell you that. Yeah. I saw I the piles at the Harbor. Piles of them. So today I just, I'm just going straight red fishing, I believe. Yeah, it depends on what you people want to catch. You just yeah, they just want to catch something today. I got a man and wife, and they just want to catch something. They just want to catch. I think they actually would rather catch reds. So, well, that's good. That's what we're doing. Yeah, watch them not bite today. Now, after that, yeah, yeah, it'll be millions of them all week. That long. meltdown yesterday. Yeah, the first person actually said they wanted to catch reds, and <laughs> you won't catch them. <laughs> You know, they eat the prop off all week long. But that's what we're going to do. They got some kind of, uh, like, I think it's called Aspen Tournament. It's like a company 
I'm not really sure what it is, but there's a whole bunch of boats in it today. Yeah. I I didn't do it. I was, they asked me to do it. I was already booked when uh when they asked me. So I'm not a part of it, but I've heard it's got a lot of boats. Mm. So we'll see. But I know, I know our water really is pretty in some areas right now. Like, it really, really is. I've been hearing that from everybody, Tommy. Man, I saw parts of our our ditch. I mean, you know the the intercoastal that looked like freaking Cancun yesterday, like crazy Amazing. clear. Yeah, you know, like down south clear, the way they get uh-huh. that green. Yeah, it, it looked like that <clears throat> in our intercoastals, a couple spots. Uh, there was some spots that wasn't clear, you know what I mean? There was spots that, that didn't look good at all, actually. And then there right. were spots that were Cancun clear. <clears throat> but there'll probably be a busy weekend with all that going on. Yeah, it sounds like it. I don't know what the wind's gonna do or doing right now, even. Well, pretty much, it's not bad. They're they're calling for an east wind at like twenty to twenty five today. Jeez, you know it's a forecast, but uh, huh. the only really significant winds offshore it's east eighteen to twenty, but inshore it's like east at nine or ten everywhere. Which that's okay. uh, that's doable. That's nice. Yeah. And that, you know, any kind of east and wind, it sure makes a difference in water clarity and the color. It just, uh, it always has and always will. Yeah. Seems the fish bite better, I think. I mean, they just, they just they do. do better on, than they do at west, for sure. I mean, that's like, you know, duck hunting. Any kind of east or northeast wind, it just, boy, they just respond so good. Feels better too, and it feels better. It smells better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, it's, I west wind, it. man. You just it, any kind of west wind is just it's disgusting. Yeah, it's nasty. Plus, you know, you got to look into it all morning while you're fishing, staring yeah, straight into the sun all morning long, man. Right. I hate that. I do too. Yeah, it's seventy three degrees. It was says in my house, so that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, the mornings are a lot, lot nicer, you know, and our night times are longer. Get a good cooling. That's why those water temps have been going down. But they're kind of rising back up. It's kind of warm. I think yeah, I the relief in sight is going to come next weekend. We've got a, a decent front that's really going to change the temperatures, make it really nice. So. Okay. so we're about a week out. Yeah, we're about eight or ten days away, man. Well... I'll take it. Hopefully it stays, gets cooler and then stays kind of mild through October. No crazy stuff. But I yeah, want too it bad it couldn't sure. come in this, this weekend for, you know, all yeah. the bow hunters. You know, bow, bow season opens tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah, that's right. Illegal shooting time, yeah. I forgot all about bow season. Hey. Busy time of the year, man. We got fishing and all different types of hunting. So, man, sportsman's uh, I mean, dream. October's bit. I'm, I'm really. I mean, if everything stays put, I'm really booked up for October. It's going to be a busy month. Right. Pretty. It's pretty slammed back. I could take some more in November. My November's not full, but my October's pretty pretty full. Well, I'm a, I guess my favorite time to fish, especially when back when we had a lot of big fish, was between uh, Thanksgiving and New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I always tell people, you know, people ask me all, that's one of the questions people always ask me, what my favorite times of year are and favorite months and, and all that stuff, you know. And November is always one I always put out there. I always like November. Yeah. You know, October's uh, the cool down and the tune up month, you know, yeah. for everybody to, you know, everybody's sick of the summer doldrums and everything. Yeah. It starts cooling down. They're ready to get out and go through the motions and 
feel that crisp air, and then here comes November and December, and they're ready to rock and roll. I got all their they're practice ready. in in October, and they're ready to, yeah, ready to yeah. get serious. I mean, November is always great. I mean, unless yes. I tell I tell people unless it's blowing thirty, and no, if you're going fishing in November, unless it's blowing thirty, you're going to get them. I mean, that's just usually how it is. It ain't if a front if a front's not hitting the day you're trying to fish, usually you're going to get them in November. I'm with you. Just always good. And the bass fishermen, they're getting. They're getting geared up. They're ready for this oh, yeah, cooler weather getting, coming. They're getting primed up. I'll start doing some of that. I got. I think the first tournament or the next tournament that I'm entered in is uh, first part of December. I think I got one. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, January, February, March, I've got two or three, four tournaments. That's when kind of everything gets rolling. That's when everything gets rolling on bass fishing, you know. Yeah, everybody, you know, they kind of relate bass fishing to spring, but uh, yeah. man, that's a good fall and and winter sport oh, yeah, too. Winter. I mean, oh, there's some yeah. nice bass caught in the winter time. Well, especially on Fayette. Yeah, I love I love Fayette in the winter time. That's yeah, that's place. that's why I have you early earlier this morning on the air because Bob Green uh, is out of pocket. He's at the lease. He sent me a text uh, last night after I went to bed. Yeah, said he wouldn't probably wouldn't have a signal. I said, well, I can I can spend some time with old T A down there in Matagorda. Yeah. We've always got something to talk about. Yeah, I, I can always talk. You got your new boat now, right? Yes, sir. I How do you like it? About, I don't know, well, two weeks ago, maybe, or 10 days ago, something like that. Uh-huh. Man, I, I mean, I like it a lot. It's just, it's so different. I'm getting used to it from what I had. Right. But, man, he, he hit a home run with that, with that hole, that cat hole of this one, this new one. I mean, as far as the bottom goes of this boat, it, it's the best cat I've ever been around. Really? It's, yeah. It's, you were it's running, faster. what, a Magnum? Yeah, I've been running Magnums forever for right. years. I've ran lots of twenty-five Magnums. So he did redesign this cat and made a this new cat. It's like right—I don't know. It's like right at twenty-four foot, right at twenty-four foot. And uh, he wanted me to—he wanted me to run it. You know, it's, it's a brand new deal. I told him I'd run one for a year or so and see. You know what I mean? Check it out for him. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. But anyway, it's—it's—it's it's, like I said, it's faster. It's a little smoother takes off better it turns a lot better than, than all than all the you know the other cats that i've been around or been a part of i mean it, it still is not it's a cat boat so it's not going to ride like a magnum does but it's uh man it's fast it's just as fast as a magnum and it'll run super skinny i mean it'll what i've seen so far it'll, it just about scares me it, it'll do stuff that i don't even want to do it goes so skinny how does it handle? Does it turn good and all that? Yeah, it turns a lot better than the regular cats. Like, it turns pretty good. Right. I mean, it won't turn like you can't just cut the wheel all the way like you can a V-bottom. You know, like a Magnum, you can't, you don't want to do that. But it's considerably better than a than a normal cat boat. Cool. And uh, I can tell it takes off real good. There's no, I mean, I can put my jack plate all the way up on six. And uh, just just kind of ease into it, and then kind of hit it, and it it won't slip or really anything. It just, yeah, it won't it blow just out or nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's no, good. It just goes. Uh, it's a lot lower profile than what I was used to. You know, I was used to that Magnum. Those got high, big, high sided boat. You know, and that's the only thing I'm getting used to more so is it's it's a lot lower sided boat. But man, the room in it—it's got so much fishing room. It's so wide. Right. It's like walking around on a big barge. You know, it's—it's it's like you're fishing on a, a little mini barge. And it's—it doesn't rock or anything. It's stable. Like it's, yeah, I bet it is. I bet you don't get all that. Yeah, that's. No, you don't. There ain't no rock involved in it or nothing. I mean, you get three people all fishing on one side, and you can't hardly even notice that it's leaning. 
It's just, That's it's good. just flat. It's just good, stable platform, man. Yeah, it's a very stable platform. But so so far so good. Still getting used to the lower side of deal, but but I do like it. I got a question for you from a listener just texted me. Said ask Tommy if he saw many dead fish yesterday. Well, so I did see a few, yeah. Uh mostly further you go east, like for, towards Sargent. Yeah. Right. Uh, the further I go yeah, the further you go east, the more I saw. But I, I did see a few, but most everything I've seen has been has been shad or flounder. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened to the flounder, but I have seen some dead flounder. Uh, I haven't seen a trout yet, though, dead. Nothing, I haven't seen a trout dead yet. I saw a couple drum and a couple gar, of all things. I don't know about them, but I saw a couple Yeah, those gar, gar take it on the chin in that red tie. Well, everything does. Whatever you have, it's it's going to take it. Right. But, but, uh, but I, 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 it's not like there's not just millions of them or nothing like that, you know, and it's not that. Yeah, big. most of most of the really big kill stuff I saw with all the videos and photos were on the beachfront. Beachfront, that's right. That's what I saw too. Uh, I, yeah, it's exactly right. Every, definitely the majority of it's on the beachfront. Yeah. Bays, I, I didn't see any in the bay actually. The bay itself, I saw none. Everything I saw was in the like intercoastal, further east. Yeah. And it was mostly flounder and shad. Not good. Flounder, man. No. One of the shrimpers out of Sargent said that he caught one that was like nine pounds, a dead flounder, nine-pound flounder in his net. Oh, boy. Uh, maybe not yesterday. Maybe it was the day before yesterday. Yeah, it was like a nine-pound flounder. You hate hearing that, but, but hey, that's Mother Nature, man. Up. That's uh, yeah. works in mysterious ways. Tommy, you got time for me to hang hang on and me take this quick break and come back to you? Hang with me, man. I'll be right back with you. All right, you're listening to The Outdoor Show. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 437 here in the Bayou City. Tommy, we are back, my friend. All righty, 104. 104. <clears throat> 10-4. Yeah, it's super clear. Like, I don't really see a cloud in the sky or anything, just a big moon. Man, let me look at radar again. There's some stuff offshore, and it's kind of, uh, you know, it's just it's kind of moving towards our shoreline but it looks like it's going to go really below all of us you might get a shower or two along the the coast up our way but uh looks like target's going to be between corpus and south padre later today the way it's moving it's moving east to west is there any real chance of rain over the next week well, they're calling for a 60% chance here today, but I don't see it. All. Today? We may get some pop-ups and move in, but the biggest part of this system, all that rain out in the middle of the Gulf, it's it's drifting, you know, to the south. or actually moving west, which would be <clears throat> south in the Gulf, you know, down that yeah. way. We shall see, but uh, it's going to be warm for a while, and... Uh, which warm right now? It's so much cooler than a hundred every day. That got old. That oh, was yeah. just give me a good old ninety-five any day after a hundred, hundred and three. That that got old, buddy. Yeah, as long as it's like it's been, if the wind's blowing just a little, it's been pretty good. That was oh yeah, one it makes time it pleasant. On Tuesday, it, it quit blowing on us on Tuesday at like one o'clock. Oh yeah, and then and it got pretty bad feeling again. You know, it felt mm. felt like it was we were having it all over again. But as soon as the wind goes blowing, it's it's not bad like it was. A little bit of breeze goes a long way. <clears throat> yeah, for everything, fishing too. Right. You know, when it goes dead, dead slick, man, that's terrible. Yeah, when it goes uh, dead flat like that, you can't drift. You can't. It's just, nothing. it's time to just go structure fish. Yeah, that's what makes our fishing good when it gets like that up here is we can go well hopping, you know, go from well, well pad to well hopping. pad, you know, 
don't have any of those. Well, you used Sorry to have to a few that. of them. West Bay used to have a few, but they're slowly all gone now, pretty much. I don't know. There might be one or two left over there, but the ones I used to fish are gone. Right. I think there's still shell there where they were, though. Yeah, if the shell stays alive, you know, they pull those pads up. I've got them all punched in anyway, but our yeah. problem is we had so much fresh water for so long, it, it killed all our oyster shells uh, and our clam shells. We're having to having to wait on all that to come back. I mean, I you. you know, hard bottoms, hard bottom and all that, it, I mean, it, it holds fish at time, but if it's alive, that's the key. Oh, People don't realize better, yeah. how much water oysters, you mm-hmm. know, and clams filter per oh, day yeah. and it creates bait fish therefore predator fish i mean it, it's yeah it's way it's better. all about Live the ecology you know 10 times better yes keeping the water clear everything definitely yep that's right we've still got some live ones around here but we got we got a lot of places that are kind of dead yeah you know that they're they're dead at some places and we got a few places that's got them alive. It makes a difference. Yeah, it does. It does. So, yeah, we'll, uh, but no, that, that boat's definitely, it's, it's, I mean, any, any cat lovers ought to check it out for sure. You know, anybody that likes cats or fishes shallow water a lot, Things like that. It's it's worth it's worth checking out. And it has a good decent ride to it too, huh? Yeah, I mean for a cat boat, I think it's at the top end. You know, it's it's not a V bottom. Right. You're not going to match that. You're just not. Like, there's no no boat. People try to do both, but it's not going to ride like a V bottom. But it's it's at the better end of all the cats I've been in. Exactly. For sure. Definitely. I I like how quick it is. It's very responsive. You know, it turns. You know, a lot of cats, you got to turn. You know, it seems like you turn that steering wheel half a turn, a whole turn before the thing really kind of goes to turn. Starts to respond, yeah. Yeah. This one's not like that at all. This one, man, it's it. as soon as you turn, it goes. Very responsive. And floats super skinny and runs super skinny. Well, there's no such thing as a perfect boat. No, that's what I'm saying. You're not going to... If someone tells you, oh, this boat runs in six inches and and, and it's the best riding thing in the market, well, they're, they're, they're not right. No, you you got to sacrifice ride for shallowness. That's right. I mean, that's just a fact. That's a fact. And, and I get people, and I've had people that... I had a, a, a I had a customer one time that had a, a cat boat. I won't even say what brand it was, but he he was telling me, "Oh, it's smooth." He said, "It's smooth as it's as smooth as all the V bottoms." You know, it's smooth. It's smooth. It's nope. It runs to six inches, and it's just as smooth. And I, me and him were kind of debating back and forth, and he was supposed to go with me that next day, but he hadn't been with me. Well, long story short, I mean, in his mind, he thought it was super smooth. Right. He'd you know, never he been in nothing. But right. he got, he had never been in anything that was really smooth. We got in mine that next day, and it was blowing 20, and we went across the bay at 50 miles an hour in that Magnum, and he went, oh, my God. He said, no, you're right. He said, mine's not mine. I won't do this. No. But no, it won't. And, you know, he just hadn't been in anything like that. But, you know, on the other side of that story, mine won't go where, where, his, that, where his boat will go either. You know, if you're trying to fish back lakes and marsh, that magnum is not not really your 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 answer either. Just depends on what you do. I tell people, they always ask, "What kind of boat should I get?" Or how do you? Well, sit figure out what kind of fishing you do first. What what do you fish for the most? What do you do eighty percent of your time? And then buy a boat accordingly to what you do. That's it. That's what you do. You know, don't buy don't buy a shallow water boat just because you might go shallow every now and then. If, 80, 90% of the time you're not doing that, well, don't do not do that. Buy you a good platform that, uh, you know, that's comfortable. It's so, 
Hey man, I've had That's enough right. ro- rough boat rides in my lifetime. I'm I'm into the comfort deal. So I'll sacrifice not, yeah. a, little, a little shallow shallow needs and and uh, everything for that comfort ride, buddy. That's right. If you that's what I'm saying. You figure out where you fish at and what kind of boat rides you make. You know, figure out what you do. Exactly. Uh, but I mean, we around here we're doing a lot. A lot of we go a lot of shallower nowadays. I mean, it's <clears throat> a lot of a lot of the stuff around Matagorda. People are we're red fishing a whole lot more than we used to red fish. I don't know. I just kind of like it's kind of refreshing being able to go anywhere I want. You know just doesn't matter go get in there and don't have to worry about it if it's flowing 15 to 20 i'm just probably not even going to go out in the bay yeah i'm just going to go red fishing well that's good what I'm gonna do. or take the long route and run down a shoreline <laughs> but it, it's it's definitely very it's very fishable friendly you know when you're fishing out of it Lots of room, very stable, and it drifts better. It it drifts better than my Magnum did. It drifts straighter. You know, it doesn't it doesn't drift so forward like my Magnum would drift kind of forward. This one just drifts flat and straight. Well, I'm glad to hear that. <clears throat> Not saying I'll never ever run another Magnum. I might, you know, that boat that's the Cadillac of boats, so. <clears throat> yeah, it's a nice boat. I fished it in Blaine's. Well, I fished in years, years, a couple, two or yeah. three years ago when David and Tony yeah. and I came down. Mark. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, hey, somebody wants to go fishing with you, check out this new boat or go catch some fish. Give them a number, man. Yeah, they can uh, get me on Facebook under Tommy Alexander or call me, text me, leave a message, whatever, on my phone at 979 979- all right buddy well tommy have a good one good luck to you today hope you find them all right we're gonna try roll them up all right see you man all right that's captain tommy alexander now let's run down to south padre check in with captain brian barrera this morning hey brian what's up man hey sir how you doing i couldn't be better what's up with you all right just getting up and moving around, getting my stuff ready to go fishing today, see what happens. Hopefully we there get lucky, go. catch a couple, couple nice fish. I think uh, we're doing kind of a mixed deal today. We're going to go out, run out to the jetties, see what's hanging out there, maybe get a uh, tarpon, maybe some Jack Cravel, maybe bull reds. Who knows? There's been kind of a mixed bag going ups. on. Yep, yep, just a good tug. There's been a mixed bag out there kind of got the the beginnings of our mullet run happening and uh i saw that video all those mullets showering and <laughs> flying out of water amazing. down the edge of the rocks it's pretty nasty yeah that was fun um so that's and it's kind of just getting started you know mm-hmm. uh to where we're seeing all the bait on the tide switch you know pretty soon it'll just be there pretty non-stop right and uh That'll be fun. You know, that makes fishing a little bit easier. Well, that makes finding a fish a little bit easier anyway. And uh, hoping for some good stuff there. We got some, some good hookups. You know, yesterday we were carpet fishing the past couple of days, and we've gotten a few few hookups, nothing crazy. It's been fairly slow for the full moon. I thought that I'd be catching a lot more fish on the full moon, but there just isn't a ton around right now. I couldn't find yeah, that many get yesterday. that good movement, you know? Usually they stack up at the jetties around the full moon or they're moving somewhere. But right. uh, I saw one fish all day yesterday, one tarpon. But, uh, you know, from one day to the next, you could see one one day and then see, you know. Thousands the next day. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's tarpon fishing, brother. So you just lose your daily motivation right there. you prepared to <laughs> start all over the next day, you know. That's it. Got to keep a positive attitude. That's fishing oh, yeah. in general, though, for all species. Negative Nellies don't usually do good, too good. I yeah, get lucky every once when, in a while. Yeah, especially when chasing tarpon, you know, chasing big trophy fish, you know, it's like 
like you're out there hunting marlin and stuff, you know. Right. And there's days you can be on tons of them and can't even get a bite out of them. I've seen that yep. before, too. That's just the game you play running the Silver King. Yep, yep, yep. But I tell you what, we've been tying on some big old topwaters with those mulleters showering at the jetty. Mm-hmm. Big old topwaters getting fish to explode on it. Because, I mean, we're seeing, you're seeing the redfish and the other fish mixed in there with the jacks and stuff. Right. But those jacks are so dang aggressive. You they can't are, nearly man. get nothing else to eat but those guys in there. <laughs> uh, there's a thousand of them, so there ain't no weeding through them, you know? No, that's, uh, that's set the hook and hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my clients have been fighting them, but I've been letting them fight them on the tarpon rods so that way we don't have to fight them for 45 minutes. You know, we can be done. Oh, in 10 yeah. So that's cool. It's a pretty intense 10 minutes for them on the big rod, you know, because they got the drag cranked down tight, so they're pulling really hard on them. Um, I'm going to be running into the flats here pretty soon. I've been getting some reports from my buddy. It's going to be, you know, once October comes, my tarpon season, they start to, it starts to not be as consistent, you know? Right. So, um, so I'll start mixing in some other stuff. The weather's not as consistent either, so I start doing a little bit of bay trips and things. And there's still a ton of a ton of trout holding in the summer spots. You know, the fish are still kind of hanging in their mm-hmm. warm weather summer spots, doing the summer thing. And uh, friends are catching them pretty good in the same areas that we would in June, July. You know, they're, they're throwing popping corks over deep grass beds and stuff like that. Right. A lot, a lot of bait flowing. So the bay fishing seems to be really good. Seems to be a ton of redfish out there during those calm days. I've been seeing just a bunch of my friends are, you know, just uh, running up on schools and stuff and schooling action. Yeah, yeah, just a bunch of schooling reds. Hearing a lot of people talk about getting their limits of reds by you know eight nine o'clock stuff like that. I just got a text from a listener wanting me to ask you. He wants to go fishing with you. Uh, he he asked what is the best time if he wanted to big book a snook trip what's the best time to uh come down best time of year for there so for snook if you want numbers like almost guaranteed to catch a snook and throw in all artificials then december through through the end of february is the best time of the year i go out then and i expect to catch at least a dozen snook on every charter Mm. through that time of year and that's all artificials. Um, if you don't mind throwing live bait or you want to throw topwaters and try to catch just a couple, a few fish, but they average to be a lot bigger. Right. Summertime is pretty good. Summer Summertime is good. The warmer months for that, I'll come right. out. Usually this time of year, I'm out throwing topwaters early, and then around, you know, 9, 10 o'clock, it gets hot. I'll start spreading the cast net, get a couple live baits, and make sure we get get the job done. Yeah. Okay, good. But, you know, when you're throwing a big live bait, you can have a chance of catching a giant. The giants are just going to eat it lots of times. So uh, if you're throwing artificials, it needs to be a good day of fishing for those big ones to really, really want it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the cooler months, artificials, it's really fun. You know, we catch a lot of snook in the 24 to 32, 33-inch range. Summertime, they're averaging, you know, 28 to 36 inches is what we're, is what we're catching, but we're only... You know, we're trying to get two or three of those a day, right? Rather than during the winter time. Yeah, the catch rates catch, really go up in the winter. Yeah, sometimes we catch five, sometimes we catch ten, sometimes we catch sixty during the winter. You know, so mm-hmm. they do school up. So that's that. But that's it is a year-round fishery, so I can do it. Yep, it's a year-round fishery, so I can make it happen anytime. Cool. But those deal. are the best time. Yes, sir. Um, my, my parents sent a picture of the ranch. It's like the whole lake, the whole little pond is filled up completely over there. I guess they got good rain. Just in time for deer yeah. season. Yeah, it looks like, and it's, hopefully it starts cooling down, which it won't, but I think it's gonna, it'll cool down soon enough to where that whole lake won't freaking dry up again. Dry up. Yeah. Oh, no. you know, so I think, I think I'm going to survive the winter for us. That's going to be nice, and that's because it's still 
we could still get some rain. You know, we're still kind of in our time of the year where we get get rain get rained on. You know. You know, and there was a lot of timely rain events in South Texas this year. They really they got more rain down there than we did. You know, up this way, and uh, mm-hmm. Blaine. Well, uh, it was raining yesterday down here. I was I was dodging storms on the on the jetty and on the beach all day. I saw yesterday. those showers offshore from you yesterday morning. You know, in the lower Gulf down there. So some of those did come ashore then. They did come ashore. I had to oh, come in boy. early. You know, and it was it was close enough to where you know I'm fishing at the jetties and stuff, and it's glass flat out there, and all of a sudden it turns into two and a half footers real quick, just because like it started blowing out of the north. It was blowing out of, like, the east-northeast area, pretty much. And those storms were just offshore, so all of a sudden they started getting pushed in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they all hit, like, on the island, so I just kind of hunkered down at the jetties for, you know, an extra 20, 30 minutes. And he got drizzled on a little bit, but I waited for him to pass. But all of my friends in the flats were, like, having to take shelter on the shacks and stuff. Right. Well... That's good. Well, Brian, I appreciate all the updates from South Padre. If somebody wants to call you about coming down, give them some info. Sure thing, sir. I appreciate it also. Um, my website, it's shorefishingsouthpadre.com is a good way, or you can reach me directly on my cell phone, 956-755-9413. All right, Brian. Well, hey, I appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Catch him up, buddy. Get after it. Thanks for your time. Thanks. Thank you. See you, man. All right, that's Captain Brian Barrera down in South Padre. It's time for our top of the hour break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.